welcome to Amateur Hour, a podcast where I talk about whatever the fuck I want completely unprompted. My name is Katie and I plan to share my unsolicited, unasked for opinions on all things media, movies, TV, streaming, and sometimes maybe even books and video games if I feel like it. But today I'm really just going to be introducing myself to you, hopefully my audience if I can garner one. I am going to introduce myself, do a little bit of like a about me kind of thing, and then I'm going to dive into what exactly I am starting this podcast for. So I am 26 years old. I am a receptionist at a hair salon. I have a dog and two cats, and I am pretty newly uh, minted nerdy, I would say. Um, not that I never liked nerdy things before now, but I feel like I'm finally allowing myself to fully dive into all things nerdy after many, many years of scrutiny and just all kinds of, you know, perceptions and expectations being placed on me because I was always so girly and um, everybody thought that girly girls couldn't be into things that were traditionally for boys. And surprise, surprise, here I am (laughs) all these years later and super into nerdy stuff. Um, So what really prompted me to actually get this going is that there was some news recently, but again, I'll get to that. When things really started to turn around for me were actually in the first months of the pandemic, weirdly. (laughs) Um, I had had my hours at work cut in half, so I suddenly had a lot of free time, and I decided to start catching up on all of the TV that I had kind of been ignoring. When Netflix put Avatar The Last Airbender back onto its service, I decided to rewatch it because I loved that show when I was growing up, and I love it even now, and I had never given it a full rewatch as an adult and since it had ended, but I wanted to give it a full rewatch, and I knew that I could maybe stretch it out for like three weeks, so I was like, I'll give myself three weeks to watch this, and then I'll watch something else. Well, Three days later, I was on the finale. Uh, Clearly, I had way too much time on my hands, but everybody did at the time, and I clearly also just really loved the show. Um, And that kind of got me started on this whole trajectory to watching a whole bunch of animated stuff. So in the coming months and years, I would watch things like um, The Legend of Korra, obviously, but also She-Ra and the Princesses of Power, which is a 2018 remake of the original show from the 80s. And God, what else have I watched? Castlevania, Invincible, Kipo in the Age of Wonder Beasts, like, all kinds of shows across all kinds of genres and age brackets and I've just really developed a real love of the medium of animation and it's also kind of prompted me to want to maybe pursue a career on the other side of animation well one of the other sides of animation in voiceover which again I'll touch on a little bit when I talk about what actually got me to start this but Yeah, I just started diving into all this wonderful animation that I had kind of been ignoring and came to the realization that animation is a really beautiful medium of storytelling. I mean, 
I had, when when the hell did it come out? 2018. In 2018, I had watched um, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. And at first I was a little bit skeptical because I wasn't really sure how I felt about the animation style. I wasn't really sure how I felt about, you know, the idea of yet another Spider-Man and another Spider-Man movie. But I gotta say, I think it's the best Spider-Man movie. And I'm really excited. They just uh, dropped today. I'm recording this on December 16th and they just dropped the teaser trailer for Across the Spider-Verse which is coming out in June. It was supposed to have been out already. I am a little bit heartbroken about that but I am really glad that the animators are taking their time and making sure that this movie is just absolutely perfect for us because I wouldn't want anything less and I also don't want them to work themselves to death for a good overall you know end result because I'll be a little bit critical about Marvel. I'm gonna put that out there right now. Um, They overwork their artists and the result is not always great. So I would rather, you know, get a really good product and a really not rushed product. So on my journey to becoming a full, uh, complete nerd, I was suggested along the way back in January, my friend Rebecca recommended the Amazon Prime Video series, The Legend of Vox Machina. And I had seen ads for it on... YouTube. I had seen, you know, posters and stuff and I liked what I saw. I thought it looked really entertaining and really funny, but at the same time I was like, I don't know anything about Dungeons and Dragons. I don't know anything about Critical Role. So if I watch this, am I going to be completely lost? I don't know if I need to know all of these things. So I asked her, you know, do I need to do my homework basically before I get into this? And she was like, no, you don't. It's for anybody and everybody who wants to watch it. You don't have to be a fan of the, you know, web series that it's based on. Uh, And for those who don't know, Critical Role is a show (laughs) where a group of nerdy ass voice actors play Dungeons and Dragons. If you watch Critical Role, you know exactly what I mean when I say that. Yeah, I'll talk a little bit about how I got into it, but needless to say, I now watch Critical Role even though a year ago I had never really had a desire to. So when I was recommended this show, I was really busy at the time. My coworker had been out of work and I was working twice as much and I was just really stressed and overwhelmed. But somewhere in there, I found the time to watch the first two episodes one night and I really liked what I saw. I really enjoyed it and I thought it was really fun and really funny and also really real at the same time and had some really good character moments and really heart felt moments. And I went to bed thinking about it. And I woke up the next morning thinking about it. And I believe the first six episodes were out at the time. So I had four more episodes that I had available to me. So I like discreetly watched them at my desk at work. And it was one of the best decisions I've ever made. It was actually really fun. But by the third episode, I was really hooked. I was like, oh, I'm so invested now. I'm so intrigued. I just really want to see what's going on and what's happening and how this is going to turn out and where this is going. And every single time I thought it couldn't get crazier and it couldn't get bigger and it couldn't get more fun, more entertaining. It just did. It just kept getting better and better as I watched. 
And eventually, a couple weeks later, the series was over. And again, I just found myself getting more and more entertained by it. And I really, at the end, just wanted more. And the only way to get that is to wait until season two comes out or watch Critical Role. And about two and a half months went by maybe even longer, before I decided to start watching it. And I went back and I watched it from the beginning. I have absolutely no regrets. I have spent, oh God, something like, you know, thousands of hours watching this show. In the last year, I have started the second campaign. I'm on episode 101 or 102. And anybody who followed, you know, campaign two while it was on knows that I'm finally into the episodes where it's during the pandemic and it's pre, you know, vaccines. So everybody is filming in the studio, but they're all distanced. Yeah, I'm 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 just enjoying it so much. I knew that I was going to be very obsessed with it when I got to the end of the Briarwood arc and I believe they were celebrating Winter's Crest. And I don't know, everybody was just having so much fun and everybody was so like finally able to let loose and let their hair down a little and just hang out and have a good time and have some drinks and have some laughs. And what was really infectious about it and what is really infectious about the whole thing is just seeing how much fun the cast is having together and how good of friends they are and how that friendship really translates so perfectly over to their relationships with their characters and how they're able to communicate as their characters. So yeah, Critical Role has kind of changed my life for the better. I don't think it's a coincidence that around the same time that I started watching it, I had also just started therapy and I had really just started to break ground with therapy and I was starting to realize a lot of things about myself. And when I got to the end, I had this kind of like, not to get super personal, but this isn't about me, you know, little intro podcast. I came to a lot of realizations about how I process grief and how I I deal with loss and I started to process a lot of feelings that I hadn't processed before and it's all because of this show and I think everybody who watches Critical Role has a kind of similar story of how it's affected them and how it's like fundamentally changed them as a person (laughs) but yeah no regrets I can't wait to keep watching more and I am officially going to be starting to rewatch uh, The Legend of Vox Machina and doing a kind of recap and review podcast about it. That's what this podcast is for. <laughs> so I am going to be watching three episodes a week to be able to get another, you know, episode out when the show restarts on January 20th. I don't know how long it's going to take me to edit these because I don't really know how to edit, but I'm going to figure it out. And if I have any questions, I have lots of support that I can lean on. But 
just as the show did airing three episodes at a time, I am going to watch three episodes at a time, review them, and talk about them. I'm also going to, or at least I plan on having a like spoiler section at the end of each episode so that I may speak freely about things that possibly could happen in the show that happened in the campaign, things that I'm speculating on, whether or not they're going to happen in the show. And, you know, in four weeks, we'll see if my theories and speculations are going to come true. I don't know. I've only rewatched the first season once since since watching Critical Role for the first time. And I feel like when I watch it again this time, like I picked up so many references rewatching it after I watched the campaign. And I just feel like I'm going to pick up on so much more. So I'm really excited to get that going. And I don't have anything else to talk about. Um, there's been some big shakeups with DC and their studio, their movie studio. And I'm obviously going to want to talk about Marvel and DC and stuff like that in the future, but they don't really have any news right now. So if they finally end up getting some news out there about, you know, the Penguin HBO Max series or the Batman 2, then I will take some time to talk about it. But for the time being, um, I hope you have a lovely day and I will see you next time.